Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Sometimes you have to do things in order to be consistent. Alright, so I'm bringing a podcast to you guys today, and it's a little bit of a, how do you call it, like a guerrilla style podcast. This is how I used to do it, like back in the very beginning, whenever I was trying to get my footing and understanding what I need to talk about. So today, this will be a podcast about my random stream of thought, so I just wanted to give you a preference, so not really any topics, just me randomly talking about things that happen throughout the day. So if you want to listen, stay tuned. And if not, we'll get back to you tomorrow. Okay, so I think probably whenever we go through different levels of our day, we kind of find ourselves stuck in some type of, you know, rhythm. But today, like my morning, I was actually presently surprised because I ended up randomly watching a like documentary film on Dave Grohl and the... Genesis of the Foo Fighters, which might sound like kind of a normal, typical topic, but I think what's so interesting about the approach to bands and creating music is like, I've also played in a lot of bands, but you can have a band of talented musicians, and if they don't click, and they don't have gel, and they don't have this certain energy about them, it's really hard to create music, like... I think that's probably what's different about creating a solid team. And it's the same thing with sports. You know, there there has to be this gel. And it's a certain, like, understanding about how you click with certain people. And I think in life, it, like, probably to click with a team that you truly feel connected with and be able to create something is probably... It has to be one of the highest levels of um, living on living on Earth because you can create something on your own. But like, what's so interesting is whenever we look at like like the um, level of satisfaction, right? So if we think about stages, we have the survival stage where people are working to survive, and once you get over survival, you're maintaining. So. You think about the level of money you're being able to create, the level of success you're able to create, and then you get to a point that's a plane flying over. Once again, I apologize. I had to go gorilla on this podcast because I'm at my wife's family house and they had a family night tonight and it stretched on a little bit longer than what I thought it was. And then like my preparation time for the podcast turned into the simple fact that my wife's uncle's truck got towed. And as a result of being towed, I had to drive him around and we had to call the tow company. And it was really frustrating and annoying. But the point I'm trying to get to is, is finding levels of connection. So you go through the process of making money. And then once you get successful, um, you find yourself wanting to give back. And it seems like music and being able to create a business from nothing are ways to give back. But you're really identifying who you are in the process and I think that's probably 
one of the most truly amazing experiences one could particularly have. Um, you know, and it's almost like if you're able to do that and understand what it is, you get so much more out of it. And when we're going through, when I was going through the documentary of the Foo Fighters, like you think about how traumatic it would be to be in Nirvana as the drummer, okay? You're living life normal, and then Kirk Cobain shoots himself in the head and ruins that, like, rock and roll career. And when people commit suicide, it seems like, like you had no idea that was going to happen. Like, it's out of left field, and you think about Nirvana, and then, like, you're in one of the most influential grunge bands of the 90s, a whole decade. Like, nobody touches it, you know, and... And then you kind of transition into another band called the Foo Fighters where, you know, Dave Grohl, I think probably one of the most interesting things about when he's talking about the Foo Fighters is he never really knows what he's doing. He's just committing to a process and seeing what happens, which I think in a lot of ways is like really beautiful. Like if you can commit to something and just go through the process and you don't know if it's going to succeed or fail. Like, the potential for that seems like it's really, really important as a success standpoint, but also as understanding who you are as a person. And I think, you know, I think about how people want to get into these thought processes about how, you know, it's like I, I listen to podcasts sometimes and they talk about how people are getting softer and and there's this whole standpoint that there's no hard men anymore. But, like, I disagree. Like, I think men... Or society is transitioning as a whole. And it's like the values we once had 50 years ago aren't the same values we have today. And it's like it's conceptualizing different things. Um, now, do soft times make for soft men and hard times make for hard men? I do think that, you know. But I think that there's different levels to it. And I think about that as it relates to my father who was born in 1941 so the majority of the people who I was raised around had younger fathers than I. And my father is old enough to have fathered kids in their 60s, right? So you think about that, and I experienced, you know, a father before the boomer stage. So not even a boomer, it's called the silent generation before 1941. So the generation of my father was older than most. So... When you put that into like the understanding of how different societies work, it just provides different insight. But then I got off the task of what I was talking about. And that's how David Grohl was able to create a band based on doing the unknown. And he recorded um, an album in his basement by himself, you know, hired people, started to develop the band, develop songs. And like what happens is each level of the expansion of that process there was always so much unknowns as related to it but it was just following the pursuit of emotions and I think sometimes in life like sometimes you just have to follow what you think is worth it you know whether it be successful or failing and like I deal with this constantly as a result to trying to provide some better understanding of purpose. You know, I struggle with purpose. I think purpose in itself 
is being able to identify why you're here. And some people fall on the standpoint of making money, having houses, building, etc., which is great. But there's some parts of that that sometimes it's, it's hard to conceptualize and understand and implement it into a day-to-day routine, you know. And some people feel like with the randomness and chaos of life that that in itself provides more insight than consistency. So why? You know, it's like I often think as it relates to life that there's something about that. Sometimes you have to trust yourself and, and, and not be afraid of failing and living with that fearless mentality because that fearless mentality is going to bring you more than playing it safe. And, and, and I honestly believe that, you know. It's like I made a decision in my career that I was like, if I transition to this next job, I don't know what the expectation is going to be. I have no idea and it scared me, but I knew deep down that it would open up potentially different pathways and it has, but it took more on me and I didn't know if I really trusted myself. So I think at the end of the day, when you work through this process, it's like you really have to trust yourself and if someone says, how do I understand and I trust myself? You have to put yourself in it. If you have no trust for yourself and you're like, I can't do anything, then you have to put yourself in environments where you learn about who you are. Environments that you never thought you'd do well in. And then you thought you would fail. Like you throw yourself to the wolves and you see what happens. Because the process of failure is always going to be more of an environment of learning than the process of success. So... These are the indicators you need. So put yourself in an environment. And I'm not saying like crazy, but it's like if you work in a job or one thing for me is I never thought I could run the cash register when I was 16 because I thought I had dyslexia. And as a result of that, I failed miserably. And I remember like I was running, I was working at this Chinese restaurant called Lucky Dragon. It was a phenomenal restaurant. I absolutely loved it. But as a result of like the the boss was a little bit tight so what he did is he would actually put the mathematical equation that you run for the tax so like if you did the register it didn't equate because most cash registers will just tell you the tax but he didn't want to pay for it so what he did is he'd write down the actual mathematical equation that you had to put onto the full percentage of whatever the ticket was (laughs) so like for me like, I, like, whenever you would do that, it actually gave me anxiety. And I ended up owning the company, like, the restaurant, like, $200 because they didn't do the math right. Well, I thought I was going to get fired. But as a result of, like, putting myself in that situation, I was like, look, I'll do free labor for you. Like, to this day, like, I honestly don't know if I cost the restaurant that much money. But, like, they would have this situation where they'd run it. So what I did is I laid all of the um, laminate floors in the restaurant. We did cutouts. We did a lot of construction. But it taught me a lot up front about what it takes to lay laminate floors. And I was able to build knowledge off that and understand housing in a different way. And I look at houses a different way as a result of doing that. So out of this weird failure, I worked it off. But it allowed me to understand my strengths and weaknesses and what not to do. And math was one of them. And one thing I realized I was really, really good at is talking to people, understanding where people were coming from and implementing and developing those skills. So, I mean, for the Foo Fighters, they have like the most extreme 
level of success that they've been able to create because of their songs and their music, but how you implement that in a day-to-day is then understanding what you're good at. Because I think often what's really, really difficult is identifying strengths and weaknesses, or it has been for me in terms of how it can be monetary. How can you make money off of it? How can you provide value um, to an organization or to yourself? And I think in a, lot, in a lot of times in life, people miss the mark on that. And and I think in a lot of ways, it's really, really important to identify your skill sets early. Like if I'm not doing research on a podcast, my number one thing is understand your value, understand your worth, and be able to provide that in in a way that you feel like you're compensated for for your time because your time is valuable like it's like you matter like your work life matters your work life balance matters you know and sometimes people go into jobs and like I don't really think like I'm worth this but it's like you are like you, like, like period like people really need to identify their strengths have confidence and go from there because you know like you're living this life and and obviously the quality of your life matters and what you provide matters, but also the fact of your time, you know, and if you live in that mentality, and it's almost like, to me, it's very virtuous to understand that your time matters, but you're also living with the ability to provide quality for it. It's a win-win. So that's kind of my random thought today. Obviously, this isn't my normal podcast, and because I have to do podcasts daily until August 6th, um, sometimes I have to put these things together, but for me, it gives the, the listener the opportunity to understand my train of thought. You know, it's like, um, now the podcast has thousands and thousands of downloads. People are enjoying it. So sometimes, it, you know, to see a unique aspect of how I think off the cuff, you know, this is my conversation off the cuff. This is my thought process today on, you know, May 31st. 2023 and I think that you know this consistency is important so you know put a disclaimer at this title like hey this is a random random this is random because I didn't have enough time to prepare for a podcast but if you got something out of this then I'm truly fulfilled I mean if, if people get insight information and entertainment out of my random ramblings it makes me feel like it's worth it you know if people can get on the path and understand what they want out of life because that, at the end of the day that's all we need that's all we want but if you guys are really upset with this episode be upset with the tow company that took my wife's uncle's car and as a result of it i had to come here and ramble to y'all but thank you so much for for listening and we'll get back to you tomorrow